evening, everybody. Come on in if you're in the hallway. We're going to do something crazy. We're going to start right on time, pretty much. I know that's disorienting if you've been in Believer's Church for any length of time. We're not the greatest at starting on time. But just want to honor your time tonight. Welcome to our Good Friday service. You know, we, I talked about this last Sunday, but it's always so challenging to, during a religious season to not be religious. Anybody knows, you know what I'm talking about? You know, so you kind of just, you have your thing you expect to do, things you expect to say, and then you get through it to have ham afterward, you know. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Um, but the reason the church for 2,000 years has had these habits of different times to remember these central events like we do at Christmas and we do it at the actually the most important holiday we have is Good Friday and Easter. It's the height of the Christian story. The reason we do it is to anchor ourselves in what reality is. And what reality is. My guess is almost everyone here already knows the content we're going to go over tonight. You probably already know it. But something I've noticed is, is Jesus can at times open up my heart. And if I'm attentive, allow me to experience once again the events that happened in actual time and space in history 2,000 years ago. And I've noticed every time I look at what Jesus has done, I'm, I'm, I'm moved to a new level of understanding his affection for me. My forgiveness, hopefulness about the future. I don't know what he's going to say to you. I don't even know what he's going to say to me tonight. But what I want to do is invite us. Invite us just to say, Jesus, tell me again. Jesus, tell me again who you are and what you've done. Paul prays a prayer in Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. He, he says, here's the prayer I'm praying for you. That the Holy Spirit inside of you would give you the strength that Christ himself would somehow live inside of you. And that you'd be rooted and grounded in love so that you'd be able to comprehend the love that's more than our brains can wrap around. So that's what I'm praying for us tonight. I'm going to have a moment of prayer. Also, we've got our audience on streaming um, what we're going to be doing tonight, it's going to be kind of interesting. It's not our usual service. It's kind of like our Christmas Eve service, where we're literally just going to be reading the events that happened in Jesus' passion. We're going to have various family members of believers come up and just reading these events. We're going to have times to say prayers out loud together that the guys who read it are going to lead us in. And so we can just, when the prayer's on the screen, we'll just say those out loud together. And then we're going to have some worship songs in and out. So we'll direct you through it. But the, really the idea is to really let the words of the Scripture speak for themselves. Pray together. And then let us connect with Jesus. So I'm going to pray. And then we'll get started. So Lord Jesus, I do ask. I ask Jesus the very thing that Paul asked. That Lord, you would reveal yourself to us. By the Holy Spirit inside of us. That Jesus, you'd be in us, in our thought life, in the way we look at our past, our present, and our future. And Jesus, as we say these 
words out loud that recount to us from first-hand witnesses, people who were actually there, who saw what you did, saw who you were, that, Lord, you capture our hearts. And we'd hear. And we'd know who you are and respond in joyful obedience. Through Jesus, I pray. Amen. So to set context, you know, we started the season last weekend with Palm Sunday where Jesus comes into Jerusalem and pretty unambiguously says, yep, I'm the king. I'm the king that's been prophesied for years that God's going to come through this king and restore the world, restore humanity back to him. But so, and so people are throwing the, you know, their palm branches. It's exciting. The king's here. But then the king's journey takes a very, very unexpected turn just days later. And so that's what we're going to read now. So if the sides family, you could come up and I'm going to say a prayer. We're going to say it out loud together here. Um, if you put it on the screen and then the sides family is going to read our first installment. So let's go ahead and pray this out loud together. God of power and mercy, in love you sent your Son that we might be cleansed of sin and live with you forever. Bless us as we gather to reflect on his suffering and death that we may learn from his example the way we should go. We ask this through that same Christ, our Lord. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took along Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to feel sorrow and distress. Then he said to them, My soul is sorrowful even to death. Remain here and keep watch with me. He advanced a little and fell prostrate in prayer, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. When he returned to his disciples, he found them asleep. He said to Peter, so you cannot watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray that you may not undergo the test. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Matthew 26, 36 to 41. Let's pray together. Lord, grant us your strength and wisdom that we may seek to follow your will in all things. Then, while Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, accompanied by the crowd with swords and clubs, whom he had come from the chief priests and scribes and the elders. His betrayer had arranged a signal with them, saying, The man I shall kiss is the one. Arrest him and lead him away securely. He came and immediately went over to him and said, Rabbi, and he kissed him. At this they laid hands on him and arrested him. Mark fourteen forty three through 46. Let's pray together. Lord, grant us the courage of our conviction 
that our lives may faithfully reflect the good news that you bring. When day came, the council of elders of the people met, both chief priests and scribes, and they brought him before their Sanhedrin. They said, If you are the Messiah, tell us. But he replied to them, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I question, you will not respond. But from this time on the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. They all asked, Are you then the Son of God? He replied to them, You say that I am. Then they said, What further need have we for testimony? We have heard it from his own mouth. Luke twenty-two sixty-six through 71. Let's pray together. Lord, grant us your sense of righteousness that we will never cease to work to bring about the justice of the kingdom that you promised. If you want to stand with us.
Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. One of the maids came over to him and said, You two were with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it in front of everyone, saying, I do not know what you are talking about. As he went out to the gate, another girl saw him and said, I, to those were there this man was jesus the nazareth again he denied it with an oath i do not know the man a little later bystanders came over and said to peter surely you do are one of them even your speech gives you away at the beginning no at that, he began to curse and swear. I do not know the man. Immediately, a cock crowed. Then Peter remembered the word that Jesus spoken had spoken before the cock crowed. You will deny me three times. He went out and began to weep bitterly. Matthew 26 69 through 75. Let's pray together. Lord, grant us the gift of honesty that we might not fear to speak the truth even with the The chief priest with the elders and the scribes, that is, the whole Sanhedrin, held a council. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate questioned him, Are you the king of the Jews? He said to him in reply, You say so. The chief priest accused him of many things. Again, Pilate questioned him, Are you, Have you no answer? 
See how many things they accuse you of? Jesus gave him no further answer, so that Pilate was amazed. Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas and handed Jesus over to be crucified. Mark 15, 1 through 5 and 15. Let's pray together.
Then Pilate took Jesus and had him scourged. And the soldiers wove a crown of thorns and placed it on his head and clothed him in a purple cloak. And they came to him and said, Hail, King of the Jews. And they struck him repeatedly. Let us pray together. Lord, grant us patience in times of suffering that we may offer our lives a sacrifice of praise. Amen. When the chief priests and the guards saw Jesus, they cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him. I find no guilt in him. They cried out, Take him away! Take him away! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. Then he handed him over to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus and carrying the cross on himself, he went out to what is called the place of the skull in Hebrew, Golgotha. John 19, 6, 15 through 17. Let us pray together. Lord, grant us strength of purpose that we may faithfully bear out our crosses each day. They pressed into service a passerby, Simon, a Cyrenian, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. Mark 15, 21. Let's pray together. Lord, grant us willing spirits that we may be your instruments on earth. A large crowd of people followed Jesus, including many women who mourned and lamented him. Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep instead for yourselves and for your children. For indeed, the days are coming when people will say, Blessed are the barren, the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. At that time, people will say to the mountains, Fall upon us, and to the hills, cover us. For if these things are done when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Let's pray together. Lord, grant us gentle spirits that we may comfort those who mourn. Yeah, if you want to stand with us again. 
When they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him and the criminals there, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Luke 23, 33 through 34. Let's pray together. Lord, grant us merciful hearts that we may bring your reconciliation and forgiveness to all. Now, one of the criminals hanging there reviled Jesus, saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation. And, in, and indeed, we have been condemned justly, for the sentence we receive corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done, no, has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Amen. I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Luke 23, 39 through 43. Let's pray together. Lord, grant us perseverance that we may never stop seeking you. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary of Magdala. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from, the, and from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. John 19, 25-27. Let's pray together. Lord, grant us constancy that we may be willing to stand by those in need. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, because of an eclipse of the sun. Then the veil of the temple was torn down the middle. Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. Luke 23, 44-46. Let's pray together. Lord, grant us trust you that when our time on earth is ended our spirits may come to you without delay when it was evening there came a rich man from arimathea named joseph who was himself a disciple of jesus he went to pilate and asked for the body of jesus and then pilate ordered it to be handed over taking the body joseph wrapped it in clean linen 
and laid it in his new tomb that he had hewn in the rock. Then he rolled a huge stone across the entrance to the tomb and departed. Matthew 27, 57 through 60. Let's pray together. Lord, grant us your compassion that we may always provide for those in need. Stand with us again.
So Jesus had come into Jerusalem, everybody excited that this king, could it be the guy who's going to finally overthrow Rome, who's going to bring God's kingdom to earth through Israel. But Jesus is really confusing, right? Because wouldn't you think that the conquering king would say, okay, let's organize an army. Let's get... Let's get the guys together. Let's, and somebody, can you start building my, my palace real quick? Because I gotta set up a throne here. But instead, Jesus within days is rejected by the very crowds that were saying, Hosanna, save us, son of David. Jesus is in front of the ruler that be of Rome who's saying, I could, I could pardon you from this moment. Have you nothing to say in defense of yourself? And Jesus is quiet against every accusation, but it only says to Pilate, you'd have no authority except for my father gave it to you. 
And Jesus goes to a humiliating death. What kind of king is this? What kind of disappointment did even his closest guys perhaps feel? But somehow, everybody missed, as, as C.S. Lewis says in The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, a deeper magic that Jesus was working out. That Jesus actually was taking on the authorities. Jesus was taking on the ones that in all of the universe were running the show. And through his death was defeating them. Let's read Colossians 2. Paul talks about what Jesus did at the cross. He says, when you were dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, in other words, excluded from God's kingdom, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it, to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. See, Jesus, true, will bring his kingdom on earth, but it's only after through the cross he defeated all the powers animating things like Rome, things like evil governments, things like injustice, things like death and sin. That Jesus, the only one who could, the Son of God in human flesh, defeated the one thing that nobody can defeat. Sin, death, and Satan. And so... What we're going to celebrate tonight, we're going to look at the next passage that Paul gave us. We're going to celebrate communion. And of course, we've got COVID safe communion that's in Ziploc baggies at the center of your table. So if you want to pull those out, if you haven't already, you'll see there's communion cups there. And you can go ahead and work on those to open. Hopefully you guys have gotten used to them by now. There's a little wafer in the top. And there's a cup in the bottom. Jesus gave us this thing to do together in the middle of Passover. Passover is remembering the children of Israel being slaves in Egypt, being totally incapable of making choices about their own lives, being stuck. And God liberated Israel in the last night before they left. He sent the angel of death over all of Egypt. But he said, if you take a lamb, Sacrifice and put the blood of that lamb over the, the, the doorpost of your house. I'll pass over you. And Jesus sat in that very moment, that very memory for the Israelites. And he reinterpreted. He said, this is what it's about. Paul says, as I received from the Lord, I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus, 
on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, also he took the cup after supper saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Here's what we're doing in this moment. We're proclaiming that Jesus has died and through his death, he has defeated the power of sin. He's de defeated every demonic and evil force. And he's defeated the power of death. We're actually saying this. And I, I had this sense that tonight, even some of us have, have not really felt the depth of the forgiveness of your sin. That, that, that maybe, maybe I'm the one guy this doesn't apply to so much. And I believe by the power of the Holy Spirit, tonight as we're going to do this, you're going to feel the forgiveness that Jesus secured. There is no power strong enough to oppose what Jesus has done at the cross. Not even you. So one of the things we do when we do this, we examine ourselves. And what we're going to do is take a moment and say, Jesus, look at me. And if there's any sin or tastes of death in your life, you don't have to hide those things. This is where it gets healed. This is where you can say, well, Jesus, will you forgive me? Forgive me. And the answer is yes. Yes, this is your moment. So let's take a moment in silence. Let the Lord search us. And cleanse us. So right in the middle of this moment, we know Jesus is speaking to us. Let's take that wafer, which represents the body of our Lord Jesus, and let's take it together. Lord, we receive your healing inside and out for our bodies, our minds, and spirits, and for a broken world through your broken body. Now let's take that cup that represents the blood that Jesus let pour out of his body, his life pour out of him, and let's take that together. Jesus, we receive your forgiveness that everything is okay between us and God and nobody can accuse us of anything that you've forgiven us for. We are clean. We are accepted. We are loved. We are in with God. 
Nothing can separate us from your love because of what you have done. And there are no arguments against this. We're going to take a moment now and just let's stand together and worship the Lord. Thanking him for this very thing.
Let's just say that in our own words to Jesus for a second. We praise you, Lord. freedom from fear of death, freedom from fear of the future, freedom from fear of failure, freedom from fear of everything that you have cured by your death at the cross, that we are a courageous people, we are forgiven people, we're not a people who has to look over our shoulder, wonder who's watching us and judging us, but it's Jesus Christ who's been judged on our behalf, and we're okay, we're forgiven, we're in good standing with the only judge who matters, which is God himself. So Lord, I pray you to raise the courage of your people, raise the joy of your people. Let guilt be far from us. Let shame be far from us because of the blood of Jesus Christ shed on this cross. Let our normal headspace in our inner world be one of lightness and acceptance and freedom and the ability to give mercy to those who don't deserve it because we've received mercy not having deserved it, Lord. Make us a merciful people. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for setting us free. We have one final prayer we're going to pray together. And let's pray this together. Lord Jesus Christ, your passion and death is the sacrifice that unites earth and heaven and reconciles all people to you. May we who have faithfully reflected on these mysteries follow in your steps and so come to share your glory in heaven where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Yay. Isn't that good? Oh, it's so nice the end of the weekend having had Jesus just encountering us. I pray you just have just joy, joy, joy. And we're going to go crazy on Sunday morning, just worshiping Jesus and the joy of his resurrection. So greet people around you. Say, hey, didn't these guys do a great job? Thank you. Love you guys. We'll see you Sunday morning, 9 and 11.